0: Hey y'all, hope you're all having a great week. This is Erin, and I'm so excited about this week's podcast because we have a very special guest that's going to share her thoughts today. We have Chapel Claxton. Chapel, why don't you say hey to everybody?
1: Hi everyone.
0: I said to say hey, but that'll work. All right, so basically today we want to give you just a few October tips where we're in the month of October. Discipleship in October sometimes is awesome. It's great. Sometimes you can run into a few walls, some things that kind of block good conversations, um, stop growth, stuff like that. So so if discipleships are going great, then, then awesome. Don't assume that something is supposed to be going wrong. Life is hard enough without making up problems. But if you are experiencing some problems, some issues, or, or maybe it's just not quite as good as it can be. And hopefully we're going to share a couple things with you today that might make it a little bit easier. First, I'm just going to share a little bit of just some ideas that will hopefully refocus us as to what we're doing with discipleship. So we, we've been doing this whole discipleship thing for a couple months now. And, and some of y'all might uh, be thinking to yourselves at times like, wait, what is it that I'm trying to do here again? And I want to just present a really simple definition of discipleship. Discipleship is living life with Jesus in a way that allows you to become like him in the unique way that you were created to be. So discipleship for you, helping someone else grow in their relationship with the Lord, what you're doing is you're helping them live life with Jesus in a way that allows them to become like him in the unique way that they're supposed to be like him. And that's just really simple. Like When you walk into discipleship, you want to ask yourself the question, what would it look like for me to help this person live life with Jesus today, in this week, this semester? And as they're living life with Jesus, how can I help them become more like him? And in doing so, how can I help them discover the unique ways that they were created to be like him? And so, so that hopefully just takes the pressure off a little bit. You're not here to solve all their problems, to answer all their questions, to, to make sure that they never do anything wrong. Because the reality is, in life, we're always going to have problems. And we're always going to have questions. And we're all going to have some junk in our life that we want to get free from. And, and discipleship will involve those things. But we want to focus our attention on living life with Jesus so that we can become like him in the unique ways that we were created to be. And and in doing so, we're making it about Jesus and not about us as disciples, because we don't want them to be our disciples. They're disciples of Jesus. We're just helping them be the best disciples of Jesus that they can be. So that's the first thing that that is, it is it takes our attention off of us and it puts it on Jesus. The second thing it does is it helps... Our students, the people that we're discipling, take their attention off of themselves and put it on Jesus. It's not about my issues. It's not about my crap. It's not about all the stuff that I need to do or stop doing. It's just about being like Jesus. It's about being with Jesus and then becoming like him as I do. So hopefully that helps. Hopefully that just kind of gives you just a a new or fresh or refocused idea of what you're trying to do. You're trying to help the person that you meet with on a weekly basis live life with Jesus in a way that allows them to become more like him in the unique ways that they were created to be like him. Okay, so topic number two, we're going to call this the what to do when your DT gets busy section. So October is a busy month. There's there's midterms, there's going to be organizational stuff going on with different clubs or, or activities that they're involved in. And so we just want to ask the question and then answer it for y'all. What do you do as a discipler when your DT gets busy? Maybe sometimes too busy to meet in discipleship. So Chapel, tell me, what are some things that you've done in the past to to be a good discipler, quote unquote, when your DT gets busy?
1: Well, I think it's really important to remember that you are their discipler for the whole year, not just in the certain hours that you meet every week you were their disciple that entire week, not just for that one hour. So I think that's really important to remember. So in times when your DTs can't meet or they're too busy, they have a test or something like that, you have total freedom and you have total um, responsibility, honestly, to send them encouraging notes, to text them to make sure that they're doing all right, to to be able to be there for them in their busy season or in their busy week, um, even though it may not look like you having an hour to give them every week. Or they may not have an hour to give
0: you every week. That's a great thought, Chapel. Now, tell me this. What do you think the best thing to do uh, is when a DT cancels? They can't, they don't have time, they can't show up, and they just call you or text you and say, hey, I can't make it today.
1: Well, I think the first thing you should do is to do everything in your power to make up that DT, um, whether it looks like meeting later, at, later on that day, whether that means grabbing breakfast or lunch or dinner or something with them later on in the week, or even if that means meeting on a Sunday after church or something like that. I think it's really important that we um, make every effort to reschedule that meeting as we can because nothing can truly replace that meeting. Um, And I know it might be frustrating and you may not want to meet on Fridays or on Saturdays or on Sundays. um, But I really think that honors them when you recognize that that time is important to you. But ultimately, I think it honors the Lord because we're holding each other accountable to a commitment that we both made um, to discipleship and to those weekly meetings. Um, But if rescheduling just doesn't work out or you couldn't meet until the next time you are supposed to meet or something like that, Um, the reality is if your DT cancels, you now have a free hour, um, to kind of do whatever you want to with. And while that may seem exciting and, um, like time that you get to catch up on other things, um, I think it's a really good idea to allot at least some of that time, uh, to encouraging your DT, whether that's sending them a couple Bible verses or looking up a couple Bible verses that really, um, speak to their situation and what they're going through or whether that's getting them a cup of coffee and taking it to the SLC or um, writing them an encouraging note and, get, and putting it on their car or by their apartment or something like that. Um, I think it's a really good use of your time that you would be spending with them to um, at least spend some of that time praying for them, encouraging them, um, and just being there for them.
0: That's awesome. That's a great thought. Um, so oftentimes it does... A lot for us when people just show us that they care. And I think everything you just said speaks really well to that idea of me putting you before myself. Because the reality is that as, as a disciple, your time is so important. And you've given your year to, to invest in this person. And, and the fact that they just called you up 15 minutes before your DT and said, hey, I can't make it this week. That might seem like a slap in the face. That might seem really disrespectful. And, well, I'm already at that place where we agreed to meet, and I took the time to drive here, and, and, and now chapel's telling me to take them a coffee? What the heck? And, and to be honest, we don't expect you to necessarily do that. But just think about the way that that would honor the person you disciple. Think, think about the way that that would show them, like, hey, I care about you so much that I'm going to totally, and you don't have to tell them this to sound really like spiritual and self-righteous, but like in that moment, you're totally overlooking the offense that you could have experienced. And instead, you're proving to them that they're important to you. You're proving to them that I'm putting you above myself because when you texted me, you kind of quote-unquote let me off the hook but I don't want to be let off the hook. I'm not on a hook. I'm here for you, and I just was thinking about you, and I thought I'd do this nice thing for you. So I think that's a great thought. Um, Doing creative things like that whenever you can for your DT, not just when they cancel, but just to show them, like, hey, I was thinking about you, like Chapel said, all week rather than just that hour that I'm quote-unquote – uh, required to to be with you and to talk to you and stuff like that. We, we just want to make sure that people know we care. And the easiest way to do that is to expand our presence in their life beyond what they think that we're obligated to. All right. So this next section we're going to call PSL, Pumpkin Spice Latte, because it is the season for Pumpkin Spice Latte. And the other day when Chapel and I were talking, we just came up with this idea. Well, what's an, a really good October tip? Pumpkin spice latte. Chapel just looked at me and her eyes got real big and she was like, that's a great idea. Go get a pumpkin spice latte. Because sometimes in October, you kind of got to mix things up a bit. In October, you've been doing this for a couple months. Maybe you have your routine. You know where you're going to meet, when you're going to meet, what you're going to talk about. And while all that's great... You never want to get into a rut. There's a difference between a rut and a routine. A routine is doing something really well over and over again. Sometimes a rut is, hey, we're just spinning our wheels and we're a little bit stuck. So sometimes the best thing you can do in October is just to do something different. So you go and you get yourself a pumpkin spice latte.
1: For the record, it was Aaron's idea to name a pumpkin spice latte. So if you really want to bless Aaron, bring him a pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks. They're his absolute favorite. Um, another thing that, that can tend to happen in October, there are a lot of midterms, there are a lot of papers due and um, tests coming up. So it's really easy for your DT to be consumed and for you to be consumed about by that, honestly, because y'all are students. That is what you're doing. That is a big worry. Um, but something that could lead more to a rut than rather than a routine is if your DT is only talking about school. Um, and when... One thought that I just had about that is school is incredibly important, and especially now when that's what you're doing and that's what your main focus is, um a worry about school could potentially be a real worry and a um, a real fear of the future and your DTs are stressing about school and that's all they want to talk about but it's because that's what they're focused on and ultimately they're not trying to do well in school just for a grade's sake they're trying to do well in school to set them up really well for their future um so if you have that DT who just will not quit talking about school and you're like I want to go deeper I want to you know, talk about the real stuff. They may be have they may have, um, that real stuff right there in front of you and it's school. And for them, it's their future. And those, those kind of conversations about future and about getting we of fear of the future and things like that are really, really important. And they're really significant and can, um, lead to unlocking a lot of, um, deeper things in their heart. Um, and so if the DT is just talking about school, Ask them about their future, ask them about um, why it's so important that they sh- that they worry and they, they stress about school so much. Because um, a lot of times it'll unlock a, a really cool conversation where you can um, speak a lot of truth into them about their futures.
0: Yeah, that's a great thought. And even beyond school pointing to something bigger, the future, sometimes... School can be what they talk about just because it's easy and and like like you said chapel sometimes school is what you need to talk about you n- you need to talk about what's what's really happening in life and and sometimes that that is definitely what the grades are getting and the tests they're taking and all that but we never want to to let school be the easy answer instead of the most true answer where um, their busy season in school is taking them away from their relationship with Jesus. And we don't want them to let school be a mask for maybe something that they're struggling with that has nothing to do with school. And and school is the easy answer because it seems like they're being responsible and it seems like they're trying to grow and to do the quote-unquote right thing. But at the end of the day... Um, we, never, we never want to, to let something that seems like it's a good idea to talk about keep us from talking about what we really need to talk about. And, and so if you find yourself talking about school week in and week out and you never apply it to your relationship with Jesus, then you're kind of missing the point. If your school conversations get to the place where you're talking about your relationship with Jesus, then it is real and it is true and is important. Um, but it's when the conversation about school never takes that step towards, okay, how is that affecting your relationship with Jesus, that you can kind of get into a place where you're having more unproductive conversation than productive conversation.
1: Just as we're uh, wrapping up this week's podcast, I just wanted to give y'all a little encouragement. Um, As student discipleship leaders, y'all really do have the charge um, to be the most dedicated people to Wesley um, out of all the other leaders. Um, Every week we have, um, we run all kinds of reports about attendance and um, meetings and different things like that. Um, And so far every single week, Um, On Wednesday nights, the student discipleship um, attendance has been pretty much in the middle of the pack among the freshly leaders and the prayer leaders and the cross trainers leaders and other things like that. Um, And just because I love y'all and I want y'all to excel in every single way you can, I also want y'all to... um, to really lead the way um, and your other commitments to Wesley, including the Wednesday night service. Because the fact of the matter is that a lot of y'all are discipling leaders in the ministry. And that makes y'all the leader of the leaders. So I just wanted to encourage y'all just to lead the way, actually lead the way in leadership prayer and coming to Wesley. Um, And I really want to see um, and I really want everyone else to see that the student disciples at Wesley are the, the ones that are most bought into what we're doing because y'all are the ones influencing a majority of the leaders um, at Wesley. So keep up the good work with coming, and um, let's see if we can get our attendance numbers even higher just because it's really important, and I want y'all to be the best, um, the best kind of leaders y'all can be.
0: We hope this has been helpful. Uh, know that we're praying for you. Know that we love you. Um, And we are so grateful for everything that y'all do.
1: Love you. Bye.